Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a very special episode of the show. We have finally done it myself and Carl Spain have got together. We've been talking about it for ages, but we got together to do a football episode. I am telling you this now, those of you who do not like football, those of you who are listeners uh, who are not into the football, this is not going to be for you. This is like over an hour conversation about football. And let me tell you, we were only getting started. This is for you guys out there who love the football. Like myself and Carl, honestly, we, we, we chatted for over an hour and we were only getting going. So this is a special bonus episode for you guys. Carl and I have been talking about doing this for ages and and uh, we're just kind of testing it out at the moment. We don't know if it's going to become something else. If if we further on down the line, we do a, do a, our own football podcast or whatever it is. Um, we don't quite know yet. So what we did this time was we sat down and talked about... We actually ended up talking about football in general. It was a fantastic weekend of football in the, the English Premier League. So we sat down and went through a bit of that and talked about... Um, the way things are going, some of the results, you know, we're fans of different clubs, talked about all that kind of stuff. But as inevitably happened, we ended up talking about days of old and football and the conversation bounces all over the over the place. But it was great crack and you're definitely hearing from people who are two people who are uh, very passionate and loving of football. So, um, yeah, I hope you enjoy football fans. Hope you enjoy the episode. If you've got football fan friends, uh, pass it on to uh, pass it on to your friends who are into football as well, and we'll see where this goes. Hit me up on Instagram at hello Stevo. Tell us what you think about the football episode. Carl Spain. For those of you who don't know, if you're listening in the UK or if you're listening in the US, Carl Spain is a bit of a, a bit of a legend in the Irish comedy game. As he's doing comedy, I think he said twenty, yeah, nearly twenty years now. Um, and so he is. We chat a bit about comedy as well, but. He's in the game a long time. He's worked with amazing people like Kevin Bridges. He's often, um, how would you say, he's he's the opening act for Kevin Bridges. He was on his European tour in the last year as well. Kevin Bridges is a big football fan as well. It'd be cool to get him on the podcast. But uh, I'm just looking at your CV here now, Carl. Who have we got? Carl Spain did a brilliant show. I do remember it. I didn't. I remember bits and pieces of it. I, he did a TV show called Carl Spain Wants a Woman, which is like a, a comedy documentary series where Carl Spain goes out into Ireland to find a woman. He did that show 14 years ago, and the woman that he met in that he is still with today. Unbelievable. Um, he's done it. He's been on the panel, which is an amazing show. Um, in Ireland years ago they should bring that back it was like a topical show it was, it was great but anyway it was a delight to sit down with Carl he's great crack and geez does he know his football ladies and gentlemen so I hope you enjoy the football episode with Carl Spain ladies and gentlemen 
I went back to some mature students, but it was. Oh, you didn't know you're in queue, like part of a scheme. Oh, you're in a scheme. <laughs> I thought you used to work in a chipper. I did. I, worked, I managed. Well, sorry, sorry. Eventually Jesus. managed fast food burger land. You managed to, which was a f- to eat your way through a few chippers. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's rolling. Can I put that in? <laughs> I just think you've an amazing array of Nazi memorabilia. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> is that the Argentinian side of the family? Uh, yeah. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. But this is a very special episode. This is the football episode. We've been talking about doing this for a long time, Carl. We have indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened with it. I, t- I think yeah. We were supposed to. We were. We, we talked about it before the end of last season, and we said we get our shit together in the summer. Get all. Get all. Uh, yeah. A, pre- a, pre- a season preview. A season preview. Yeah. 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 But anyway, here we are, what, five games into the Premier League season. And yeah, and it's there. an end of season uh, <laughs> for certain clubs. Yeah, well, we've got to name our loyalties from the start of the show. You're United, aren't you? I'm Manchester United fan for Man- my sins. Uh, it, uh, it, it happened by accident. I didn't want to be a Manchester United fan, but they came over to Limerick really? for, for a testimonial and for Pat Nolan, who uh, famously played. I think he played, did he play once for Ireland, but uh, or maybe twice? But he played, it could have been twice, but he marked Maradona in one of them. No way. <laughs> yeah, in the South American tour. His testimonial in Limerick. And he's, you know, he's, a, he's a Limerick man, is he? He's a Limerick man, yeah, yeah. Played for Man United? No, no, he, no sorry. He played, he, for his testimonial, Man right. United came over. So what was the connection with United, though, that, he, that they came yeah, over? Just, that was what the, happened in the early 80s. Oh, wow. Well. United were over most summers. Really? But they came to Limerick. My father was on the testimonial committee, so we got to meet them all at the airport. Wow. Um, I have pictures with Robson, Arnold Muirn, Gary Bailey, Alveston. And it was summer of 82. Yeah. And then when they got beaten in the League Cup final by Liverpool in 83, I was so sad and d- disappointed, but for two reasons. One, United lost, and then I realised... I've actually become a Manchester United yeah, supporter. Yeah, yeah. And then they won the cup that year. They beat Brighton after a replay. And I was so delighted. Robson was my hero. Robson. Was he was some boy. They don't make him like that They anymore. do not make him like that. They really they don't. They do not make the, the ideal partnership, if you could put Robson and Keane in the middle. I was just about to say, because Robson loved Keane. Robson. They were, they were different. Robson was always a goal threat. Right. Always a goal threat. And I, actually, in that testimonial, he scored two. Right. To okay. beat Limerick 3 0. And he scored two. And he was a miss, so he was a, he was always a goal threat from midfield. Cent- yeah. Midfield. Was it, is it 90 caps? And he had 27 goals for England or something like that. Right. Like a one in three. But he, he was. He was their leading light for many a year. Um, so he was the one proper world class player that United had. So And where you grew up was big Man United fans or? It was all yeah, it was all yeah. Liverpool, Man United, a few Leeds fans. Yeah, so that, um, that was the older generation then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was My a, dad's Leeds, yeah. There was a bit of that. That you, you can nearly tell. Yeah. Uh, Arsenal. It was all because of wh- where the Irish players played. Right. Yeah. There was it's a point wh- when like David O'Leary went. Yes. Well, you'd O'Leary, Brady, and Stapleton. Yeah. Um, that was. There's a famous picture of when they arrived over. There was four kids. I think it's a, it was Stapleton O'Leary Brady, and I think there was a fourth guy, Johnny Murphy. Okay, I think that's his name. But the he's, four, he's the Pete best of the group. Is well, he? no, but the four of them played for Ireland. But he right. ended up playing rugby for Ireland. Oh wow! He, I think yeah, it's. Multi-talented. Probably slightly wrong in that somewhere, but I think that, yeah. A bit I, of a Kevin Moran, because Kevin Moran played uh, Dublin, he yeah, won he, All-Ireland and a Premier League medal, wasn't it? Or an FA Cup a, medal. He might have won a Premier League one with 
Blackburn, but I think he was more or less done at that stage. He yeah. was. I think it was an FA Cup medal and uh, he and won the FA Cup in, yeah, which in United eighty five. Even though he didn't get his medal, why? Because he got sent off. Oh, that's right. But that's right. For many years, he was the only man to ever get sent off in an FA Cup final. Yeah, he. But Peter Willis was the referee's name. But uh, Jesus, Peter <laughs> Reid. He took Peter Reid out, and now you'd look at it, and it wasn't even even now with the with the rules, the these challenge. Days. You'd go like, you know, he put him flying, but it wasn't um, like particularly vicious or whatever like yeah. that, you know. Yeah. But um, so you're United and everyone else around here, and I'm Arsenal. We just have to state these facts before, yeah, yeah, before we yeah. start. Before we start this bias, <laughs> that's why we're sitting up sides of the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, Be careful so, what you wish for. I hope I hope Wenger leaves. <laughs> I want. To, I was going to start talking about United, but uh, it's kind of hard to not talk about fucking Man City after this weekend. To be fair, Carl, I know you hate. Them, I think Watford. I don't actually don't hate Man City. That's the thing in England with you know the rivalries. The rivalry isn't there. Yeah. Because if, if you're an Irish Man United fan, Man City really didn't mean anything to no, you. No, but Liverpool does. Liverpool was the one because yeah. your friends. Like I would have more Liverpool. My my friends growing up would have been predominantly Liverpool fans. Yes. And my best mate's an Arsenal fan. Funnily enough, which is you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Since now we're not. Friends. Um, we you know we'd go into school and it would be just like like i went secondary school from 84 to 90 you know liverpool making you know yeah, even still everything. getting to european cup finals yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know winning everything united won two cups in the 80s so it was dire the, dire the, times yeah it wasn't you know and but to that way you cherish like a league cup win was like oh my god we've won a trophy yeah yeah whereas i remember being in uh, sitting in Wembley, I had a great ticket on the halfway line for the Champions League final when Barcelona won 3-1 in 2011. You were at that? I was at that. What a game that and was. Rooney equalised. Yeah, and I, good finish. A good goal. And I remember thinking, if United win this, it's crime of the century. <laughs> as, <laughs> United yeah, even, as a United yeah, fan. Yeah. And I was there going, I was, I'm not one who kicks the cat. I'm not one who gets upset too much when they lose. Right. Or too joyful when they win. I, you know, I want them to win. I want them to do well. But that day I was gone like, you know, I said it would be hard. You know, watching that Barcelona team was just something else. Because I was thinking, even uh, even at that stage, even if, uh, you know, during the match, I thought, it's still, this is still the golden era of Man United. We've been to, this is the third Champions League final. Um, they've won the league most years and re- at, at that stage they had, you know, had they won the Champions League like they won it in a way they lost yeah. in 09 then oh, no. they lost in 11 yeah that's 2011. right 2011 yeah. and you just gone but they're winning the league they've won a couple of league titles and they're yeah. certainly up there um, but you know that was just Ronaldo had gone at that stage mm. you know but you're just going this is that was incredible the, was, it, was it Messi scored the first goal for Barcelona in that um, game or was it f- was Pedro Pedro Pedro, Pedro, first, Pedro yeah. Villa and Messi were the scores I remember them making a big deal the English media is gas a big deal Messi's never scored in England he'll never be great yeah it's just nonsense like, ridiculous <laughs> absolutely ridiculous but all this oh he's never done it in a in a wet Tuesday in Stoke that cliche which you go why why does he have to did you believe Fergie on that though because remember when Fergie said that, that's why I think Ronaldo's better than Messi because I think Ronaldo could do it in those conditions and Messi couldn't and I was Messi like, could do it as well you know. of course he could have yeah, yeah you know it's this is it's 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 nonsense obviously oh he you know if Messi had played for United they'd have won as much if not more than when Ronaldo of course yeah um I, I'm more interested in the Messi Maradona debate but I think there's a different argument there because 
Maradona played at a different time. Yeah, you know, it's a where hugely you could, different you narrative. You could maim guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, did you? You must have seen the document. The yeah, Maradona documentary. Yeah, it was I, I tried to go see it a second time. I, I didn't get the chance to, but it, like, I was, it was amazing because it does take um, the narrative of what was going on. The filmmaker is amazing. Obviously, he made the Amy Winehouse one, and mm. he made uh, Senna. Uh, Senna as well stunning but the, the Maradona one as he said it was his favourite one to do because it was the most complex because he's still alive because Maradona's yeah, yeah, still yeah. alive but the amount of things that were going on in Maradona's life during the period of when he was in Naples is crazy like that that secret child that was going on in the background uh, everything. and he goes and wins the World Cup I, like. I think it's a I think it's a documentary about fame I think it's the yeah yeah I, it, they're literally you know for you know, as a comedian or you, you, when you were an actor, you know people who are famous. You know, yeah, that people yeah. can't walk down the street without yeah. someone going, oh my God, there's such a thing. Yeah, yeah. But that's not, that's not even a taste. Nah, nothing Ma- Like Maradona couldn't, even in the dark of night, if he snuck out to go to a petrol station, it would probably still bring, yeah, yeah, be you there. know, because, hundreds would come the out times, of their houses. The, the, the thing that social media has done is kind of diluted it all a little bit because you're seeing it all the time, but mm. there's no social media in those days. So they like, he was the thing in Naples yeah, at yeah. the time. And apparently, I read a brilliant uh, uh, piece, that uh, interview with the director in, I think, uh, Mundial magazine. And he was saying that as part of when he was going to interview Diego for the film, um, he had to go meet him in Dubai. He was living in Dubai at the time. And there were some days that you'd go out, you'd fly to Dubai with all mm. your gear to have an interview with him. And he wasn't in the mood. So you just have to come back another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that happened a few times. But he said um, he learned in that time that he knew of him and through the conversation that Diego never liked to be touched. So it was, you know, and that's what Naples was so intense. Even the streets are so small. If you're ever there, it's like it's so compact that you're constantly being crowded. And you see it in the film, people hanging off and touching him and he snaps. I've seen him a few times, even in Argentina, on news footage and all that snap when people touch him like he just does not like it. But you think about it, you, you one of us, if we met Maradona, that's a story you're going to tell for the rest of your life. Of course, yeah, yeah, of course. But he's forgotten it within five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You could yeah. have been walking through an airport and there's Maradona and you're going, Diego, and he went, oh, hola, yeah. and he's gone. Yeah. And you're going, and I said, hola, and he kind of waved, he smiled, yeah. and he was gone. And he's you're not telling that story it. forever, going, someone goes, oh, Stephen, tell your Diego story. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah. God, yeah, I met about. Yeah. I go, that's amazing, you were that close to him, blah, blah, blah. I had a friend when... The, I do have a Diego story, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> have you? I've told it before, yeah. In 2005... I went to Argentina for the first time on my own. We always went as a family. And my uh, family over there, um, so it was parts of the family that I hadn't met. I was staying with them. And they had tickets to La Bombonera, Boca Juniors. Yeah, yeah. That day, when I arrived, I flew in the morning. And that evening, they were celebrating 100 years of Boca Juniors. So there was this huge fiesta. And we went to the stadium. And one side of the stadium, they turned into a cinema screen. So they're constantly putting up this footage and kind of like building the atmosphere. Yeah, and, all yeah. this. and they had the cumbia dancers, which is like this big, massive, huge conga line of all these dancers, all in blue and yellow. And doom, 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 doom. and it seemed to be like this never-ending snake that kept coming out into the pitch for ages until it completely filled the pitch. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like the, the stadium is jumping as well. So everyone starts jumping with the music and it looks like the stadium is jumping. It's crazy. And then on the cinema screen, they're doing all sorts of stuff. But then they have this film bit where they, they kind of make a parody of like all the people through history that were mm. were Boca Juniors fans. So like Julius Caesar was a Boca Juniors fan because his, <laughs> his favorite underpants were blue and yellow and all this kind of, you know, all this kind of. Van Gogh was a Boca fan because blah, 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 blah. And then, then they said, and of course, God himself was a Boca fan and has a b- picture of Jesus. Yeah. And, oh, 
what? And then it flickers to Diego. Oh, wow. And yeah. they just go, ah, Maradon, <laughs> Maradon. And the big reveal was Maradona came out. And it, I swear to God, Carl, I've never seen anything in my life. We were, I was emotional. Like, people were bawling, crying, screaming, tears running down wow. their faces. Maradon, Maradon. And he's trying to talk on the microphone yeah, to say yeah. that you're the best fans in the world. And you can't hear him because they are screaming. And they, did, they presented him with some medal. I don't know. Yeah, that was yeah, bullshit. Yeah. But then that's, that's... One of our top 10 players of our... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that's, that, that's the... the the picture of the man was like he was huge at, at that point. And six weeks later, when I left, it was like it was all over the news. He was getting his stomach stabled, and when I left, he was skinny. Like you know, that's what his world is. It's yeah, yeah. Madness. That used to be actually my. I remember um, ad libbing a joke one night. There was an Argentinian girl in the audience in the yeah. international, and I, I said, "Oh, Maradona!" I says we all we cheered him on equally in Ireland as you did. In yeah, yeah, yeah. In eighty six, and I said I used to wish that I had the same fitness levels is Maradona be careful what you wish for because <laughs> I, I reckon I do I, I was once in the same stadium as him right and I could see him in the distance when Argentina played Mexico in Leipzig in the 06 World Cup oh right and you could see Maradona waving his oh, yeah. top Jeez, in that the was crowd. such a great Argentina team that didn't they should have won that I tipped Fucking them to win hell. that World Cup they uh, should have won it Raquel May Messi Crespo but Imar but I, I, Imar, Imar yeah. and Messi were Warming up, they weren't starting that match. I, th- I think I might have been one of the group gone. games. Um, it was Mexico, it might have been the first knockout, was it? I can't remember, but the anyways, oh, Mexico, yeah, yeah, you're right. Your Mexico when Tevin was, scored that controversial goal, it was Maxi Rodriguez scored the winner, I think. But uh, yes, yeah, volley. Two you were one. at that game? Yeah, I was at that game. What yeah. a goal. That was that was the goal of the World yeah, Cup, I yeah. think. I was behind the goal, the other goal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great view of it. Yeah. But behind the goal where I was watching from uh, Imar and Messi, I think Imar was Messi's hero. Right. They, Imar was doing this juggling thing with the ball where he kind of juggled the ball and then put his foot around it. Around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Messi was watching him laughing. I'm watching them. The match has gone on. <laughs> I'm watching Messi and Imar. Imar showing Messi tricks, and I'm just like unbelievable, you know. And Messi was—we already knew he yeah, was yeah, a superstar, special, but he wasn't the special. But Messi couldn't do the trick, and Imar's laughing, and then Messi started doing the trick, and he was—they're just, just nodding along to each other. Jesus! But Maradona's up in the stand waving Swinging the thing. Around, yeah. But the Argentinian fans were incredible, unbelievable, incredible. Yeah. The, the song. Oh, I don't know. Oh, vamos, Argentina. Vamos, vamos, Argentina. Vamos, vamos, a ganar. Because yeah. under the stand, we were there. And I saw him play in South Africa against Greece. Yeah. And it was the same under the stand. That was incredible. Both Greek and Argentinian fans. Non-stop. Just bum, bada, before bum. the match. It was just yeah. amazing, amazing. It's great. Same with Boca Juniors. Like, you have guys at those games that are not watching the match. They have their back to the game. Yeah. And they're, like, in charge of keeping, like, orchestrating yeah. the music. Yeah, they have their megaphones or whatever. Ke- Kevin Bridges went to the... He went to the River Plate Boca. Boca yeah, he yeah, showed yeah. me the... The footage he took on his phone oh, and just uh, I can't the imagine. atmosphere and I was just going, oh my God, yeah. just makes you want to go to it. But I'd, I think I'd be too scared. Almost nah, like, you oh, wouldn't. Like, it's, uh, the scary bit is being in, 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 in La Dose, which is, there, which is, I was in the other terrace, but in La Dose, that's the hardcore fans. Yeah, I don't yeah. even think you can get in if you don't know how to get in, to be honest yeah, with you. But, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, yeah. But you so still, you're a Baca fan? Baca, interestingly, my mother um, is, is River by <gasps> default because she used to swim in uh, the swimming pool in River Street, uh, right. in River Street, in River Plate Stadium in Monumental. But um, I'm so, 
I didn't have that much of a relationship with it, but then we're growing up. And then that day, basically, when I went over and met them, um, and Maradona was always a hero of mine. So in from my end over in Ireland, look, Maradona was the hero. I didn't mm. have much connection to the to the club football really and then when i went over that time i didn't have any choice your boca that's it kind of a thing you know so yeah, yeah. i had me bo- bought me boca juniors jerseys ever since and uh yeah i, I even in i visited naples in 2012 on the holiday with a, a girlfriend at the time there and it, the city was amazing but i got free i got a free taxi ride because i have a maradona tattoo <laughs> and i was on the beach and i had young lads like 25 year olds 27 year olds coming up to me going my name is diego like loads of them are called that, that was that was. I remember reading an article about him. He would have been still in Naples. It might have been World Soccer or something like yeah. that. But they talked about how obsessed Naples was with him. Ah, oh, stop. That the seventy percent of the children born were called either Diego or Armando. Yeah. And your man made the point then going, but of course, fifty percent of children are girls. <laughs> statistically you know that there was children's called, I don't know is it Diego yeah Diego what, could you, can you do a feminine yeah, yeah what yeah, the yeah, effeminate version yeah, yeah. is like you know, they probably still stick in Latin countries they're probably still like even if it was a girl they put Diego as the middle name anyway yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, they would yeah. do that like <laughs> Um, but yeah, and that, yeah, so did you see the documentary? I did see it. Yeah, the, the moment the moment for me in it that summed it up was the, the what they wrote on the wall of the graveyard. You don't know what you missed. Oh, where was that? I that was in that. the gra- just after I think that Naples had won the league. Right, it was just after everything, you know, it's the best. It was kind of the peak. And someone had painted on the wall of the graveyard. You don't know what you've oh, missed. Fuck, yeah, it was and everything was for just, them, wasn't it? It was because oh. it was the identity for Napoli people that they were literally treated. They had some horrible Italian name for them, like they were. They called them the sewer rats or something. Yeah, like that. the rest of Italy called them the sewer rats. Chanting at the start. Yeah, 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 and the banners that they had, and like, and they'd no, they'd never won the league before, and then he comes along and does that. But what, what, like, I thought was really upsetting was at the end of it how they treated Diego at the end. So when, is that someone at the door? No, it's the builders. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> they're banging they're banging again it's alright um, the neighbours are banging we've been too loud talking about Diego <laughs> it's alright you're going to have to put up with some banging next door <laughs> but uh, yeah the way they treated him at the end of the film was like fucking you know because the mafia fell out of when yeah, he fell yeah. out of love with the mafia that was it he was fucked like apparently I, I think it was again when I was in Argentina they were summoning back summoning him back to Italy to pay some taxes apparently and they're trying to take his earrings off him or something yeah the there was something he was in Italy for something I remember and there was they were talking about arresting him yeah you know I don't know was it a European Cup final he was invited back as a special guest for something and that's then right and they're like, trying to take money he owed on. X amount in yeah. tax and there was all this like you know well, you're, when you're no good to them anymore the, yeah that's it um, good luck you're gone good luck but he was someone as a child like he Argentina came to play Ireland, I think it was 1979, I think they did a tour where they played Ireland, England, Scotland or right. something like that. And I remember Maradona was already just like the concept of Maradona. Argentina yeah. were world champions, yeah. but now they're going, they have a player who's better than any one yeah. of the like Passarella or Kempe. He was key, and, he, and he was gutted not to have been at that World Cup as well. Yeah, he said he was 16. Well, yeah. I, I was saying, every, I, had that, I remember saying that to someone, every one of Maradona's World Cups ended in tears because he either won and he was tears true, of joy. Yeah. 78, he wasn't picked. 82, when he got sent off for yeah. the tackle on Batista. 86, yeah. 90, lost in the final. 94, yeah. the drugs thing. I was just going... And, and 90, yeah, and that's 94 say, as well, the drugs. 2010 yeah. for his manager. 1990, Maradona is my first football memory because I remember my it was the penalties against Italy in the semi-final. Which they made a big... That was when um, Italy fell out of love with him, actually, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he was like, all the Napolitanos should be following Argentina. But 
I was supposed to be in bed. We were living in Cork at the time. I was supposed <laughs> to be in bed and my mom and dad were watching on a small black and white TV. And I'll never forget when Diego scored his penalty. And my mom and dad were sitting opposite sides of the room and they jumped and ran and met in the <laughs> middle. And I was like, what is this game? <laughs> um, Mommy and daddy love each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was when my sister was born. Anyway, <laughs> or conceived. But uh, yeah, that's my earliest football. Your sister Diego, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Diego Mullen, yeah, Diego. Um, but yeah, what a legend. And then, yeah, 90, I remember 94 very well. Fucking hell, it was... Uh, the mortification. I was that was because he was a, he was he equaled the record for most appearances in a World Cup oh, in his he? last match. I think it's twenty one. It was at the time there was like Mateus and Uwe Seeler. There was like three or four players. That's what Mateus played in Zamuda five World Cups or something, or something like, that. like that. Right. The, there was twenty one, and Maradona was due to beat it. Like, right. Right. But then the drugs thing. So I felt sad for him and that yeah, just yeah. because he was such a yeah special talent. And when he came over to Ireland in seventy nine, I think the thing was. I don't know, there was this article that he charges two grand for an autograph. Really? You know, it was something like that. But it yeah. was just, I think, just to make people not look for autographs. Yeah, yeah, leave me alone, you know, he was, Yeah, but even then he was, you know, I remember watching on television, just... He's back in management now, did you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does not look well. God I don't God. imagine it'll be... Um, a success, yeah. yeah. God bless him. He's he probably looks- still better than... Yeah, definitely. But he, I've seen you can. He played a five side there recently, or something like that. Or I think it was a full side, and he can't. He can barely move. But when the ball is at his foot, it's unbelievable. His t- his touches. There was footage. There's footage on YouTube of him playing five or six side, and I think everyone on playing are ex pros or ex internationals, and just the stuff he's doing. I'm going. That's just not. Yeah. Possible. He's flicking it over heads yeah. and just. The thing about him and Messi that fascinates me is that they never dummy that they're going to like. For me as playing, I'd always trying to. You'd always sometimes trying to make it look like you're you're going to use your other foot or yeah, you know, yeah. you're going to switch. And they never hid that that they were using that, that they're going to be using their left foot and that's it. And they just you know, but they were just so unstoppable. But they were absolute magicians with their left. It was almost like, I, it, the ball seemed to be different when they hit it. Yeah. Absolutely, you know you know what what I mean? it was like a different strike. It was yeah. a different way of just hitting the ball. It's like they knew a secret no one else knew. Yeah, you know. So I, did you did you come to a decision on who do you think is? I think I, for me, I think it's because of my age. It's Maradona, but because I, I think of when he played, I think it was harder as well. It was yeah, you had, you could like. I remember I used to hate watching. You know, the football, and suddenly this, the ball would come into a centre forward and a centre back would go through the back of him. Yeah. And the commentator would go, oh, he's just letting him know he's there. Yeah. You're allowed one of those. Yeah, and, yeah. and I used to go mad, like, on. Yeah. why is that? Like, it's in the first five minutes, so it's not a yeah. foul? Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. is it not a yellow card? It's, it's crazy. You know, you'd have a much better game. Yeah, yeah. Because then 10 minutes later, he does him again and he gets a yellow card. Oh, it's early to be getting booked. You can watch YouTube clips now of Maradona in league games, right? And it's just every time that he's touched the ball. Yeah. So I was watching a few of them every time Maradona gets the ball in a league game against whoever. And every time, like I'd say, honestly, 75% of the time, it's a free kick. Yeah, yeah. They're just hacking yeah, but down. on YouTube, anyone could look good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, back to the, well, I suppose back to Manchester City this weekend. So you've been a United fan. Yeah. Well, like, it's not, well, go back Manchester City, 8-0. I was watching it come through on my phone going 5-0 after 18 minutes. Well, I, th- I think we've De never Bruyne, seen anything like that. I think before. De Bruyne is one of the best ever in the Premier League. Really? I yeah. That's, I genuinely think I he disagree. is. He's a joy to watch. Yeah. You know, just pure football terms. I think they've also got Aguero, who I think 
if you know he's amazing he doesn't yeah, seem to get the credit that I don't it's because he's Argentinian it's is the that same what it is? I think Bernardo Silva in the last last season certainly and yeah, started this season I know he scored a hat trick so you can hardly say he's not it was funnily a bit of a messy hat trick as well wasn't it, it was yeah, like, yeah there was nothing because <laughs> he's an, a beautiful footballer yeah, but they're all kind but of it was just there's, they're, they're players I think it's almost like they're playing without the defence yeah you know, I don't think just to step off Man City for the moment. I don't think Liverpool are as good as the statistics are showing. They've won like what is it, sixteen, seventeen, whatever in a row league matches now. Mm. But I still think the end of last season. I mean, it was very dramatic where there was matches like Southampton away it looked like it'd been a draw and the league would have been gone. And was it Salah got a late goal? They mm. broke. Then they won three one in the end. But there was too many of those where like yeah. Man City were. More often than not, winning eight, Dominate. you know, not winning eight nil, but you know they were. But they were dominating games. They were hammering they were teams, like, yeah, like, yeah. You know, the teams and they knew what they on. were doing, and yeah, Liverpool were scraping past teams, and I think I think Liverpool are a brilliant side. I mm. think you know they're up front; it's phenomenal. I think they're missing Allison at the moment. Yeah, I thought Chelsea the other day, if Mount had taken that chance, you know, we're talking about oh Liverpool have won another game; they're amazing. Mount missed a great chance. Alonso seemed to have as many chances to cross the ball, you know, if they mm. were just, you know, Trent Alexander-Arnold, as good as he is going forward, he's terrible defensively. Well, that was, they were completely shown up last, during the in, week in against Naples, Napoli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Napoli, like, tore Robertson, they made a show Robertson, mm. and uh, they really targeted him, didn't they? And well, and he was at fault for the, the, he gave away the penalty, and then, you know, him and Van Dijk were at fault for the second goal. Yeah, the, the second goal, they kind of think, oh, they're in a hurry to try and, get back or yeah. get something from the game. I, I The thing about that I took from that match was how Robertson getting abused. Now, I don't know whether they're really Liverpool fans. Is in he? Fairness, but he was online. Getting, he, he deleted his Twitter account. Or, really? Yeah, because of the amount of shit he was getting. And you know, I was I, going, I've, I've noticed, because uh, I'm Arsenal, obviously, uh, Squadron Mustafi still has his Instagram, <laughs> but you're not allowed to comment on it on a photo anymore. <laughs> he's turned it off. <laughs> yeah, he he's... God on my he actually terrible had, players. He oh, absolutely awful. But he he did a good game. For, uh, he played at centre half against Frankfurt during the week when we beat them three 0 I couldn't believe that. But well, anyway. it was the, the young fella Saka looked oh, special class, there. Class. That's the thing. And he was great at the weekend and only got taken off because of our, we were down to ten men against Villa. Yeah, yeah, but we yeah. get back to Liverpool and we'll come on to the Arsenal again. But the, Liverpool, yeah, were showing up and they are on in the middle amazing run. But do you think do you think that this is the year? <laughs> That's always the thing with them. It's. For someone my age, the, the the thought that Liverpool would ever be going thirty years without winning it's the league—it's nuts. It's just, like you're thinking no one should live that long. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, like you know, I you, when United won the league after twenty six years, you're thinking that was like, too long. You know, it was way too long. I, I mean, they'll probably beat that now. But um, yeah, Liverpool—that it's coming up on thirty years, and there's been near misses, but they weren't that close. And you know, the swar- the, the Gerrard slip, the Gerrard slip was. Possibly the moment, but even then, it which was, he probably hates uh, all of us for still mentioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, the they've they've come close. But I think last year, I felt sorry almost for them last year in that it was, you know, it was almost like a, an amazing title win. Yeah, all those near. Oh, we're going to drop did they points. They got ninety six in the end, wasn't yeah, it? Something ridiculous, like yeah. you know, that to not win, win the with, league, yeah. you know, um, to lose one match and not win the league is. Mm. 
you know, I think last season, uh, you know, not to have a go at Arsenal, but I still think the Invincibles is not the best, not even near the best Arsenal team. Do you know? You know I think it was a great achievement to go yeah. undefeated, but it was mainly draws. Like, was it 12 draws or something like uh, that? 11 draws or something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was, you know, you just go, oh, come on, like, you but, know. But you don't think that was a great, you don't think that was the great. It was a good a, achievement, a, but, but. Do you think there was a better Arsenal team than that? I think the 98 team with Anelka and Overmars up front was so quick and with Bergkamp yeah. still in the pomp. I know Henri. And Henri Ian, I think Ian Wright was still there as well for a bit yeah, of that as well. I think Henri was, was probably the best player uh, yeah, you know, or or uh, or Burkham. I think Burkham's all will always be my favorite. But like, gee, some of the stuff that he did, like, is you're looking back at highlight reels of what he used to do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. even today, very sharp just... elbows. <laughs> <laughs> true, yeah, true. He did use his arms. Yeah, Raquel May was very like that as well. I used to love great Raquel use of the arms. May. Oh, amazing, amazing player. He just retired only there last season, I think. Yeah, but he probably could still do a job. Yeah, well, remember he was linked at one stage to it. Which, I think which, it was United, wasn't it? United, yeah, I yeah. thought, oh, please. Yeah. Please. Because they played him out wide for Barcelona, and it was thinking that was... It never worked for him at Barcelona, but when he went to Villarreal, I remember, and Villarreal yeah, yeah, got yeah. to the semi-final, wasn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, we Arsenal. knocked them out, actually. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. knocked them out. That was 2006. Um, what a team that it was. was. Miss penalty, was it? I think it was... Something penalty. like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a 1-1 I think at Highbury that got us through or something Vision like that. Vision of Jens Lehmann doing something in Villarreal or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he did it in the bloody final. He, he did. got himself sent off. <laughs> got himself noticed. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Liverpool being the... Yeah, the only thing I find with Liverpool is they the front three is amazing, but there is, and I don't know if it's... People talk about the the lack of there being a number 10 role in football anymore but that because everyone's playing 4-3-3 so a number 10 someone who sits in behind a striker mm. do, can't really exist in that formation and so they don't have a number 10 but I don't think their midfield is always the you know last season you know it's all about attacking quick you know yeah. like mighty ducks flying V phew, let's go they, kind of thing, they you keep know? getting linked with Timo Werner the German striker that I tipped to be top scorer at the last World Cup because I thought Germany would go deep in the competition <laughs> and I, I thought he was at good odds he didn't score once um, they keep getting linked with him but I, th- I, th- I thought they were going to buy a striker and that Firmino Firmino was more of an attacking midfielder yeah. so I know he drip, drops back yeah. and stuff so I, I keep expecting Firmino to be the kind of creative yeah. fulcrum behind 10, him yeah, if yeah. they do bring yeah. in another striker that might be too attacking role but <coughs> so then you think they'd play like so Firmino would be like an attacking he would be in the, the third three. midfielder he, you might have yeah. a base of like a Henderson and Fabinho but that formation because because City play as well that formation is completely based upon having great full backs so that's what which Liverpool but do for going forward. Him. But that, yeah, that's the problem. I think with, I didn't see the Napoli match now, but with with the getting caught out. I mean, it was. I know he was very raw at the time, but Rashford destroys Trent Alexander Ireland. There it was two seasons ago. Did he right? Okay, one of his first match. Rashford scored, turned him inside out, scored two goals. Trent is absolutely <coughs> massively full of confidence at the moment. Obviously, won a Champions League. He got called up to England and all. Yeah, it's yeah, but, and 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 his 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 dead ball delivery and stuff is great. But I get a sense of Liverpool, Liverpool fans are going to fucking hate us for this. I get a sense. <laughs> I get a sense of of Liverpool that they're like even Klopp some of his interviews are like they're talking themselves up a bit out of reality do you know what I mean so that, so Trent Alexander-Arnold has been put on this pedestal that yeah, he's yeah. not there yet like you know he got well they do that with all that. but that's the thing with even like 
the weekend James Madison for Leicester scored the, a I've looked, I looked at his stats this morning versus Danny Ceballos all the difference between Danny Ceballos who's a centre midfielder who hasn't played the whole time for mm. Arsenal is one goal that's the difference between him and Madison he's got more assists than Madison <laughs> do you know what I mean he's had more passes but it's, Madison gives the ball there's all it, it's a rush to judgement of exultation for any English player yeah, who shows a bit crazy. of flair like Harry Winks being talked about and I'm going yeah. God give the guy a chance yeah. because they'll burn him it's like you see I know it was injuries with Jack Wiltshire but Jack Wilshire, yeah. when he didn't become Chavi yeah. um, they, 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 it's almost there's a distasteful dis- mention yeah, of his name now, you know, Theo Walcott yeah you know <laughs> these guys who didn't deliver on the super stage we, we, you you had all the potential no you said I had all the potential yeah, you know yeah. but I know Wilshire was and injured. they kind of treat Rooney a bit like that because like he was their greatest like record stats wise yeah, greatest you know, goal scorer for England and they, for some reason he's not United's top, all time top scorer yeah. England's all time top scorer and he's not, he's not held up on any Champions League winner, multiple yeah. league titles, blah, blah, blah. But it's that still is a that bad thing. one. What happened there? They just fell out of love with him or something for some reason. I, I think I think he lost. It was that, again, that was 04, that European Championship, I think. Right. England decided, we're going to start winning more cups now. Look, we've got this guy. And yeah, it yeah. didn't quite happen. And then that's it. He's yeah, not. but that was that's back to England, uh, Lampard, Gerrard, when it should should have yeah. been neither. Yeah, should have been goals and hard exactly. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, every yeah. other country, big country needs. Oh, we need a defensive midfielder and we need some, a playmaker. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're the only ones. Then you pick one or the other. Or yeah, ridiculous. Um, for, so Liverpool, you don't think are go? But they're five. I, I think with Liverpool, it's minute. still an emotional thing. I still think exactly that's um, the thing with Liverpool. It's all much, emotional. And if if it's nip and tuck coming into the end of the season. That, tension, it did it it, that emotion won them the Champions League last year. They would not have beaten Barcelona. Yeah, if they but didn't it's a different thing beating Tottenham in a Champions League final yeah. than you know beating Real Madrid. I know it was the keeper that time, but you go. I think in the league title now, if it's if it's close, like I think Liverpool are going to have to win it by ten points to win it. Right. You know, right. I think there'll be just too much emotion. Yeah. There's too much drama with it it's yeah you know you're going back and then people start looking back to 30 years ago go 30 years ago oh my god that was just after his yeah, yeah. oh my no, yeah, no it's yeah, just, yeah, it means yeah, yeah, so yeah. much it and means Ken so Pe- much and pep is so he's cold-blooded about the whole thing <laughs> and he's so methodical about it yeah i think i think city have the better squad better team definitely um i think liverpool's problem is uh it hasn't happened yet i thought it would happen at the start of the season but Mane, Firmino and Salah all played summer tournaments. Yeah. And it's going to burn out. That'll have its problem. Now, I know that Kevin De Bruyne has had a season off, basically. He's, yeah, he's had a year off. He's just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and they still have the means to go out in January and do something, you know, whether yeah. it's the defence. The one thing we say, I just think they're just like with Guardia, with everything that's there in place, you just look, it's a phenomenal machine. Yeah. You know, if it, they'll be champ, they'll be champions or contenders as long as Guardiola is there that's why the, the the funny thing with United is I kind of would almost question Harry Maguire why would you not go to City I I, I am looking at the, the the weekend's results Leicester finishing Leicester beating Tottenham mm. and they're now ahead of United in the league and I am thinking like you're lo- just looking at that alone it's like Leicester's the more exciting team to be part of than United at the moment it surely. is but, but, but Leicester I know they won the league whatever but you know they're not they might win a league cup, or they, they, I think they're targeting cups this season, right. or they might sneak into the Champions League again, yeah. or something like that. But if Maguire went to City, you know, I think it was because United offered more money or whatever. Like, was that. he on the cards for City? He as was well? on as, re- as a replacement, but right. City said no, he was going to cost too much. So uh, it's like United were letting 
City do their scouting for them in recent years because City were in th- looking at Fred and United went, oh, who's this guy Fred? We'll buy him. That's what happened with Sanchez. And as Sanchez, well. the exact same yeah. thing. It was on his way to City and United went, um, how much do you want? Yeah, yeah. And you're just going like, you're letting, like City could start going, oh, we think Carl Spain and Stephen Mullen would be great central. <laughs> but you know what and I mean? we would, Carl. We yeah. would. <laughs> well, it's my natural position. I don't know about you. But, uh, <laughs> but it's that thing of like, you know, oh, we maybe we look at this guy and... You know, knowing he's the worst player yeah. ever, but you, you, there was there seemed to be no plan at United. In the really, papers, it really feels like because, like, the, like Roy Keane said after the game, he said, uh, "What was it?" He said his head was spinning. It's not good enough, and he wasn't even angry. That was the man yeah, thing. Yeah. He wasn't even angry. He was just going, "I don't know where to start." Like Ali, and he, I feel sorry for Ali. That's what he said. Carragher was like, "I don't think I've ever said this about a United team, but boring." <laughs> like, yeah, but the, the, the less there's about eight people left in the summer, and they bought three players. Yeah. And I do, you can't justify getting rid of Lukaku where, with where they're, where they're at now. Without a replacement. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I wasn't a huge fan of Lukaku. I think there's definitely a player there. Yeah. He's not, um, how can I put this? He's not, he, he wasn't the centre forward for a Manchester United that should be challenging for the title. Yeah. But he's certainly good enough for where they are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they're kind of at that as, you know, the title Everton Cup. They're at that level of... Yeah going for fifth and fourth or whatever like that you know but letting them go without someone coming in mm. you know Mason Greenwood scores in Europe you know and then yeah. he's, no, he's tonsillitis or something at the weekend yeah, yeah, or maybe he, he missed school the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. it's it they just, are reliant they are putting too much reliance on, on people yeah, like but that but so many bodies left and they're going oh we've the young players coming through like there's just not enough there there's yeah. not you know letting Smalling go I mean you know, I think it's probably they tried to get rid of Rojo and couldn't. You know, which is a, a mad one. I don't. I don't know what Phil what, Jones what? doesn't seem to be getting near it. Yeah, Lindelof is fine. Yeah, Maguire is decent. Wambasaka, I like. Daniel James is better than I expected, but and then midfield is a disaster. No, McTominay. United looks like a squad that has been decimated. But yeah. you know, there's there's massive injuries, but they're not. They're just literally. I'm not there. The players. I agree, I, and, and I, 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 I do. As Keane said, I feel sorry for Solskjaer because I think he's putting on from the from day one. I think part of the problem of him getting the job on Rio being stupid and kind of going sign it, put the contract out now. Yeah, 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 that, that was ridiculous because like they were like, yes, it was a fantastic result in Paris Saint Germain. But everybody, for some reason, I don't know why, Fergie and Cantona were down yeah, in the dressing yeah. room taking photos. Nobody pulled up the fact that it was a horrendous performance for Manchester United, and they got lucky on the goals yeah, they scored. Yeah, and apparently it was a kind of a and one they of went those. and then they went out in the next round, and that's the end of it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. So, yeah. so for some reason, they again we're talking about emotion with Liverpool, but the emotion in that game. Everyone went way over the top, and then yeah, the react. It was a post Mourinho reaction. They're yeah. all gone. Mourinho's telling us we're rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it turns out he was right. He leaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, and then every, that ridiculous reaction. And then Solskjaer, and I do feel sorry for Solskjaer because at the start he was all like, "This is Manchester United," and this, you know, all that talk. But as Keane said yesterday, like he's like, you can be talking now about well, this is Manchester United, but like if you haven't got it, you yeah. But the got way it. to put it into context, right, is you go through. Let's say you go, th- you look at Guardiola, Klopp. You go, th- you could go through the squads of Liverpool, City, and United. Yeah, and you go, you have to do a prediction, right? If you say every one of these players and managers is leaving this club, where are they going next? You'd go with Klopp, or probably Real Madrid or Barcelona. Guardiola back to Barcelona. Yeah, Solskjaer. Yeah, 
Do you know what I mean? Where's he? Where's he going? Yeah. <laughs> Same with the players. Where's McTominay yeah. going? I mean, he's a fine player, but he's not going to yeah, the yeah. big clubs. De Bruyne has gone to Barcelona. Wherever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's true. Solskjaer isn't. Yeah, Solskjaer <coughs> is not getting. Do you want a glass of water, Carl? No, I'm okay. I'm okay. <coughs> a Coke Zero. You're choking. Will I pause this? I don't no, want you're to fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, no spon- No free sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are looking for sponsors for the. the oh we're, yeah, we're going to call it the funny football show. We've to do more jokes, Carl. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We're, 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 well, talk we're talking about United. United. Oh! <laughs> but uh, it, it's the same. You, know, you go through the Arsenal squad. Like it's yeah. the same. Like you know, oh Granite Jack is leaving. Oh, I wonder where he's going to end up. Yeah, no. You know, it's Wolfsburg. It's some mid-table German. T- you know, you're, you're in just in kind of fantasy transfers in your head. What I find interesting, I was thinking of because I absolutely was like jumping all over the house watching the Arsenal Aston Villa game because it was like what we're doing this bullshit again mm. and then I don't know like we're camp- with 10 men we pulled it out of the bag and finally got, got through it but there seems to be there's only three points in the difference between the two teams but there seems to be a bit more hope around Arsenal at the moment it's because of the Pepe signing or whatever not that anything has materialised yet but there's still I, I, what they're struggling to do with similar to United is get rid of the players yeah you know, Lots of Deadwood. Fa- yeah, and even the, the, the tragedy of Ozil. I saw play for Germany in the World Cup in yeah. South Africa, and I just yeah. thought, oh my God, one of my new favourite players. That's why I was bringing up that that uh, that number 10 role thing, because if you're yeah. going 4 3, three Ozil doesn't exist in that. Yeah. Because you need those middle three to be up and down and up and and the top three as well. But it's sad, even, sorry to jump back to United, I was li- they were linked to it, was it two Tottenham players at the weekend? Eric Dyer Eric. And, and someone else. And, and, I'm going, and Ericsson, no? Or, no, it wasn't Ericsson. It was two guys who couldn't can't get in at Tottenham at the moment. And I'm going, why are we linked? Tottenham with, off-casts. Yeah, to- yeah, players that aren't good enough for Tottenham. Yeah. And I know Tottenham where they are. No, fuck Tottenham. But, but, you're, <laughs> but you're kind of going, what do we do? You know, what's yeah. the story here? You know, it should be like Ericsson. It should be even going, let's try and get Vertonghen or, you know, get yeah. players that you think straight into the first team. And improve the team, or else young guys. But like the likes of Juan Bissaka should have been signed a year earlier. Yeah, Harry Maguire a year. Identify these guys as future stars. Yeah, don't be paying eighty million, whatever, fifty, sixty. You're you're spending crazy money. That's a weird thing. You're going paying on. you're paying top price all the time. There's a obviously a problem with scouting as well as you were saying. They were using Man City to, to be their scouts. Do you hear this as well? Uh, I was watching the Sunday supplement. Liverpool paid Manchester City one million uh, oh, pounds hacked. there because they hacked their scouting files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they have they have they have not officially admitted to any wrongdoing. But they paid them a million. Pounds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would pay a million if you've done nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy goings on. But what? So what do you reckon is the? Oh, the Arsenal game. Did you watch the Arsenal game? I saw the highlights of that. I saw the highlights, and it's it it's that thing of. It was that thing with, uh, I always get, is it Maitland-Niles or Nathan-Miles? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was thinking, oh, that's a horrible challenge. And then I went, oh, no, it's Taylor, the guy that did Seamus Goldman. It's a perfect, yeah, yeah, legitimate yeah. challenge. <laughs> um, it, was, it was on a yellow card that he kind of, he, he took a yellow card in the first 10 minutes. Cause yeah, he was, was, I think he was unlucky he was with the first skin. yellow. But yeah. uh, I look at the Arsenal squad and while there's dead wood to get rid of there's a lot to be there's, we, there's a bit of hope about. we've got T- Kieran Tierney hasn't started for us yet the yeah, I think signing. he's a phenomenal player he's going to be great for us and we've got so we've got him on the left and Bellerin, Bellerin, Bellerin comes, comes back. back then we have our wing backs yeah um, and holding if he comes back holding, I think holding is the man like I would play him with David Luiz instead of Socrates yeah yeah and, and, and holding was having a great season last year 
but we're struggling with not even just conceding it's the amount of shots that people are getting against well, us alone I, I think the, the pick up and identifying players is Gwen Doozy who wanders around sometimes mm. like a Spanish student trying yeah, to work the, out the bus schedule yeah and, uh, and Arsenal at the moment are kind of he, like he did turn on in the second half against Villa and he got us the penalty I think he's brilliant but he's got such a tragic face when things are going wrong oh he's French he that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything's overly dramatic <laughs> but he was but I mean he fucked up in the first half as well like I mean, he was mm. at fault for the second goal and stuff like that, but. But Jack, I, Jack I, David Luiz I thought was the maddest transfer Mental. I still it's <laughs> one of those going uh there's always players like that you go oh what, what a footballer but, go, but, but he plays centre half oh god no he's not a, did you see he actually was at a point he started attacking in the last few minutes he went down the left wing yeah, but skinned he two players <laughs> got into the box and then just last minute fell over but like he was skinning players going to the box he's probably the guy you're in training during the week you're going oh my god David in six five aside is the greatest yeah. footballer in the world yeah, yeah. but then you put him out on the pitch and you're going where's and he's striking where's him he a ball yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, he, he took a free kick and like he's amazing free kick I think, I think he was a defensive midfielder I always think oh, was that's he? his right I don't know, was he that in Brazil? But I think that that kind of, yeah. you know, or someone that drops back then into the, you know, into making a three at the back. In theory, I think what Arsenal uh, fans seem to be talking about is that Xhaka eventually is going to get, like, Guendouzi's to take over from Xhaka. I yeah. can see the potential for that. He needs to beef up a bit and then have, like, a Sabias and a Joe Willock. Like, Joe Willock is brilliant. Yeah, he looks He's very good. And the guy, Saka, the guy came yeah, on there, yeah. like, you know. The um, but what a performance. And, like, that was his, day, was his debut for the first team, I think, possibly. Yeah. But he scores his first goal in Frankfurt and gets an assist as well. Like, but, unbelievable. Aubameyang and Lacassette I would describe as he, he's Lacassette in a digital world <laughs> <laughs> but the two of them I think the fact like uh, you can see the warmth uh, in Pepe of course as well but you can see the warmth and friendly friendship between Aubameyang yeah. and Lacassette when they're playing even yeah. Pepe seemed to be included hopefully he gets which is a nice which yeah. is, you know if you're watching you go oh yeah. there so that's, that's there's the, good that, warmth I there. think that's the difference between Arsenal and United at the moment is like there's, you there's can the see hope a team in that coming together. well Hopefully, but but mm. but also you can see hope in players like you're not getting excited by United's front three at the moment, unfortunately. But not even it's it's all through the the team. You're like you're talking about you know oh, they were poor against West Ham. You go who was missing like Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw is like someone who won the lotto. Like you know he yeah he never looks fit. That he fella. never look, He looks like someone you know in the old days you just go oh he'll be a taxi driver in a few years yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally, you know, totally. thirty four he'll look fifty you know he's one of these guys who's keeping his fitness just because he's training all yeah, the time yeah 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 soon as he's finished playing he. He's fat and he's bald. He looks like he know. likes donuts, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a not. It just seems like he, when he was 18 or something, you think, oh, this guy looks really good. But again, they probably paid top money for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in and out. There's guys passing through United there. You know, Darmian showed up, signed the contract, and then go, goes off home, took how many million away from United. What played. did he do? Well, no, he signed, I think they signed, they, they get him for whatever money they paid for him. He's gone back to Italy now. You know, he? contract, I, I think he went on a free. Um, has he gone to Parma or somewhere? So like he got that? paid off. Yeah, well, he just—he was there for a few years and now he's gone. I think Mata was contract was up and they only re-signed him because Last minute. he'd have gone on a free as well. Yeah. They thought, oh, we better keep him. I think leaving Herrera go was madness as well. <laughs> like I know it wasn't necessarily working out for me, whatever. But I mean, he was a holding midfielder that was. But it, it was, was solid. The, it was him looking for crazy money as well because oh, he was felt it? entitled to do it because he's at United. So yeah. whatever crazy and he's money got the he's PSG. getting at PSG, yeah, and there yeah. you go. Oh, he's not working out. Let's sell him in a year's time. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway, it's not looking good for it's. But it's Arsenal and United next week. Oh no! Monday next night. Monday. To can't, this day week, yeah. Can't wait. 
<laughs> what do you reckon? I kind of feel... I, if, if United were playing anyone next, I wouldn't fancy them. Right. Anyone in the Premier League. There isn't a team I would go, I will beat them. Yeah. Do you know, even Watford after losing 8-0, I'd still go, they've got... There's good players there. I you feel know, like... came back, was against Tottenham the week before. I'm thinking, there's a, you know, there's a few players in that team that would walk into, like, United team. Like, you know, yeah. You just go, any, any, nearly any Premier League team, there's players that would get in. I feel like spirits are like low at United in a very different way because they were low with Mourinho, all right. But now it's just like now we've had the Mourinho thing, and now we're on to the next thing, and it's still not. It's like it's. I, they, they, they didn't let Mourinho be Mourinho. Like he yeah. goes in, he spends loads of money, yeah. he buys experience, he'll win you trophies. Would you have kept him on? And, and like, well, obviously, if he got his way, I think a little bit more. When they came second in the league that time, I think he wanted to buy like was it Koulibaly and Maguire that summer. Yeah. Buy centre halves and build up the team. Cool and Valley, what a player. Yeah, and you just think, oh, that would have been something. Yeah. Because you just look at them, like last season it was like, I know Harry Maguire, I, I still think, I, I think he's done decent enough since yeah. he's come in, but you look at the players and you're going, all the centre halves, they're all on massive money and you just think like, they, they can't get rid of him because clubs will go, oh, I'd take, I'd take him and then you go, oh no, he's, wages are this. That's an interesting new problem in football that wasn't there like five, ten years ago that it's hard to move players on because but the, the players will sit there. Yeah. And it's, you can understand that people go, oh, like my father is the perfect, he'd go, why isn't he gone? He's not playing. Why isn't he? Get him out. Because yeah, he he's on he's 350 on, yeah. grand a week. You're asking him to give up 70 grand a week. Yeah, yeah. Or 100 grand a week to take Well, that. Ozil's on 300 grand a week and yeah. he's not playing. So why? He doesn't give a shit. And they signed him on a massive contract. Sanchez is still being paid by United. I think is it, is he? that's the one where you think Inter Milan saying, oh, we can't pay all those wages and just go alright we'll leave him sit it, let him sit there so yeah 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 and he'll go oh no I'll go for less yeah that's you know there's not that strength isn't there or the, the, the ability to walk away Harry Maguire they went to the start of the summer apparently it's 80 million and they went oh no 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 we wait we wait and then they go it's 80 million and, go, and then like late on hey, 80 million is it here you go you know yeah, yeah, rather yeah. than you know he would have gone somewhere else or what else would have happened yeah you know, but you just they seem to pay they have to pay the top price every time. He it, was over overpriced as well, I think, just because he was English as well, isn't it? Well, there is that extra tax, you know, some English like tax, English yeah. tax. Love we have, we have, um, we have to pay it. Um, I th- and I think the way it's going at the moment, Solskjaer could be forced out in January. Um, yeah, I, yeah. So you right? Okay, interesting. I think as Roy Keane said, they'll throw him under the bus. They did it to me. I, I think it depends on. They'll have to. They'll have to identify a, new, a next manager. They'll have to. No, but at this stage, they have to be thinking. Right. Let's say it doesn't work out with Solskjaer, and whether it's Pochettino. I mean, he seemed to be the the next one in line. It you know, feels like that. Yeah. It well, feels he's having like a weird time. Like Spurs last the weekend to. to I think he's a little. To Leicester. Yeah. I think he's, he's antsy at like. It's not. Um, there's an emotion there as well. That, like, he's you know, angry at your man, David Levy, is it? Or like this, Daniel Levy. Daniel yeah, Levy. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, seems the, to be like a bit of clashing there. And then Pochino is, is clashing with the players. Mm. You know, the Pochino was in that. Um, was in the 2006 Argentina team, was he? Or, or the 98 team? He was in he was 02. He's the one who gave away the penalty, Michael Owen. That's right. Yeah. That scored. was 98. Yeah, 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 yeah. When he had the long hair. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. He looked like Jesus then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Spurs are in, in in a in a weird place. The mo- top four. What would you what would your predictions be? Are we like the, does a clear top 
two at the moment. Yeah, one and yeah. two. We know who that's going to be, but hopefully, in, we know the order. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same but as last season. Um, I still think Tottenham will fix it. Do you think so? Yeah, and I think because if you look at the, they haven't. I think the stats were they haven't won an away game since December. Yeah, that, I, I. I think that would unless there's something going on in the background that we don't know about. I still yeah. think there's enough quality there. Depends on the players coming back. Um I going through the Tottenham squad, there's always like, you know, Delhi Alley is someone who gets raved about, but he'll score a couple of wonder goals and then he'll disappear for a few months. Him and him and uh, I mean I know Delhi Alley was injured, but they were making a point of that like Eric Dyer hasn't played at all this mm. year. And Delhi Alley wasn't in the squad at the weekend and it was just he wasn't picked. <laughs> Potagino's getting like well, Young Min Son is well, he's I class. think he's been rated now, but he was. They don't go on about phenomenal him. Phenomenal player. They should be yeah, building yeah. the team more around him. Like he is unbelievable. Yeah, he's a he's he's a fantastic player. I still think as good as Kane is, I still think there's just something missing to be top top quality. Yeah. You know that thing of he's top scorer in the World Cup, but he's yeah, but he scored them all against Panama. Like you know, yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> you know, it's not. Yeah, it wasn't like two in the semi final and the mm. last three two. You know, it, he always it, fucking scores against Arsenal. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um. But he so was, he was one of your own, wasn't he? Who he was? He was an Arsenal. He was a, yeah, 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 he was an Arsenal he, as a kid. He not quiet. Everton, Everton losing as well against Sheffield United. I think he weekend. could be. Yeah, you think so, he's under pressure? They've spent a lot of money. I now think he could be gone. But again, it's that thing of what's his name, George Marco Silva. The, Marco Silva, the, sorry, the, George the, the Wolves guy. The Portuguese are all the same. That's for the misses. <laughs> <laughs> they joking. all look the same. I love they? you, baby. I yeah. love you. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't if you were kissing Nuno Espirito Santo. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't know if it or was Marco Silva. You wouldn't know <laughs> Jose. Whatever. I, I thought it was my wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it looks like they're. He's going to be under pressure. They, but then you t- you see the money Everton have, and you wonder like like who who well you'd go who's the next manager and you could suddenly you mentioned Mourinho I, I was just there he said that you mentioned him again mm. would he go in at Everton I know he's probably getting the Real Madrid job yeah you know, Zidane. if Zidane doesn't turn it around doesn't look like that's gonna happen you either. know whether Mourinho's there has been tapped up and gone what just hold on there hold on there yeah but would the Everton job appeal to him I remember Tottenham were looking at him before you right, know, the Pochettino thing, or when he left Chelsea the first time, yeah, yeah, there was talks him going in there. But you wonder what you know he could do, what he can still do. Do you know yeah. what I mean? How it's much? Funny it, how the, the the game has changed a lot. Like even since you know the the era of Fergie and Wenger dominating, there you know towards the end of that football change, and then it's like since Pep came in and Jurgen Klopp came in. The game has seems to have changed, and the business of it seems to have changed. That people like Mourinho are already. It feels like Mourinho's already a little bit behind on what football mm. is now. You, you know the way it's being played now, tactically. And but I watched the Chelsea Liverpool match yesterday, and I was thinking this is so open. Yeah. And I was thinking if that was a Mourinho Chelsea, they'd yeah. have won at one. Oh, sorry, if Mourinho was managing that Chelsea, yeah, they would have won. He'd have nearly won at one. Yeah. He'd have tightened it up. Yeah. And he'd have tried to exploit Trent Alexander-Arnold. He'd yeah. have focused on that left. He that would have been his one attacking threat. He would have had Duffer and Robin either side. Yeah, because I felt Abraham was getting frustrated yesterday. I could just see him. He's not getting the ball in. Yeah. You know, he's running into... Like, he got a couple of chances that he should have taken. Yeah, he should have scored, yeah. But, uh, you know, there, there was, seemed to be a frustration growing in him. Again, that could be like that, the number 10, the lack of a hazard to just move in yeah, and yeah. play a ball in. Um. Kante's goal was talk about a shock, you know. Yeah, 
<laughs> Came out of nowhere just you know, zooming in. Um, three of the best players in the Premier League on the pitch yesterday, Salah, Mane and Kante, three Muslims. And I was thinking, oh, yeah. you should nearly buy just Muslim footballers. They Absolutely. don't drink, they don't smoke, they That's don't true. party. No messing around. Yeah, yeah. and they, you know, they all, work, all work hard. It was Except Ozil. It's always all right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, there has to be. There has to be. I mean, that proved my point. There's yeah, an yeah. exception. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ozil and Mustafi are good uh, practicing. Oh, well, there you go. Well, right. <laughs> Maybe not Arsenal, so. But yeah. um, there was both Salah and, and Mane at different times to see him chasing back to cover the full back. Yeah, the you work know, that goes into it. More, more Mane than Salah at times, but mm. I was thinking, oh, there's definitely... That's what I worry there. about with, with, with Arsenal at the moment and playing that 4-2-3 formation is, again, okay, Liverpool lost the game against Napoli, but what was interesting in watching that game was the f- instead of thinking, when you think of the 4-3-3 formation, when they're defending, the 3-3 becomes a 6 that mm. defend together. And those top three and the middle three work really hard, but the top three are the first line and they are hunting down. And they know when they're hunting, like if Mane is hunting one player, he knows the player who's in behind him has got this side and the player next to him has this side. Mm. They're all in tune with each other with how the closing down is happening. If you're watching Arsenal's uh, front six, it's all over the place. They haven't a clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and they're not putting the, the front three are certainly not putting the work it, in. It, it does happen from a change in a bit as well. Like it's not the same 11 every week. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, definitely. They're, they're defined roles. That's but the philosophy, it's a big thing in, in football at the moment that managers have their philosophy. So you get the manager with the philosophy for the club and put those two together. And that's what, like when people, when City got Pep, they knew what they were getting. Like, Yeah, you but know? you also, uh, if you're a player, you're going, oh, I want to play for this guy. I want to be here. This is going to be successful. Yeah. If Pep was just some second division footballer or some yeah. former assistant of someone yeah, yeah. who's got the job, you're, you might... Are they going to listen? Yeah. yeah. You mightn't buy in as much, whereas Klopp had done so much with Dortmund. Yeah. And he's such a big personality. He's such yeah. a likable guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you just think he would have done it anywhere. He a, devout, a devout Christian. Is he devout? I, f- I he found him? a really interesting interview with him recently. There was the way, because of my background, a strict, like, religious, born again, Christian background. Yeah, yeah. There was a way he was talking in an interview that I, I said it to my dad, actually, who's the preacher, or was, he's retired now. Just the old cash in hand, but, you know. Um, <laughs> he... Uh, I said something in the way he was talking in an interview that I was like, he's got a, a belief system. He's got a faith here or something. Yeah, yeah. And sure enough, I found some Christian TV channel with him at Melwood doing a big interview about his faith and all that kind of stuff. So, oh, wow. I didn't. There you know. I, yeah, and he doesn't, because he, he doesn't like to preach about it or ever like that, but he's very... Oh, you do impressions, do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Your impression. <laughs> that is absolutely you fantastic, You are the best Carl. at your impressions. Uh, that's very good. I like your Russell Brand there. And... Uh, <laughs> Russell Brand, he's a great podcast. Did you listen to his podcast? I I used to, but I haven't in years. He's mad, isn't he? I've, you must have met him down the years, have you? I did. I uh, Russell Brand beat me in a competition. Of what? Of a, so you think you're funny? In no Edinburgh. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? 1981, <laughs> 2000. <laughs> I started in April 2000. I did my first gig. Right. And I'd done only a handful of gigs. And so I, for those of you who don't know, so you think you're funny is like a was, huge. Was Channel Four used to be kind of oh, really it sponsored right. it. There was some connection with Channel Four, but I went over to Ed. I got it's to, a big I, newcomers competition. Yeah, that's new broken loads So of I did an audition acts. in 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 the international in Dublin, yeah. and the people came over. The guy who's uh, Christian Knoll, who's now Mickey Flanagan's agent. Christian Knowles, oh yeah, he's, he's yeah, got yeah, the he, name of his agency now. Yeah, he's yeah. a big agent. He was involved in the competition. It was right, Lucy. Something the two of them came over, they really liked me. That's funny enough, but I, I was picked and I went to the, got to the semi final in Edinburgh. And I remember, um, 
arriving in Edinburgh, just been shocked at the whole the madness of the everything. Madness on. of the fringe. Yeah. Went did Dara Breen was uh, was show was on in the venue beforehand, so I saw Dara's show. Ross Noble was the MC, and Ross had to leave. So Dara ended up had stayed to watch it. Ended up finishing hosting the show. <laughs> Stuart Lee was a judge, dropping all the names. Wow. Stuart Lee, Karen Corrin, who runs the Gilda yeah, Balloon in Edinburgh, yeah. and I can't remember who the third judge was, but Russell Brand was on, and I was on. Was I on last? I might have been on last, but Russell Brand watched him, and I went, "He's going to win." Bro, really? Yeah, he was. He was more polished than anyone else. Right. There was ten acts on. And I was told afterwards, shortly told us, was chatting to me and the guy who came second afterwards and said, oh, I had, he had the guy who came second as the winner. Who came second? I can't remember his name. And I don't know if again, but I'd been kind of chatting to him that day. He was from Liverpool. He was a fairly nice guy and did well. And he said to me, your stuff is a little too clever. And I I said, oh, thank you for the feedback rather than the compliment. He went, I don't mean it as a compliment. I went, no, no, I mean, thanks for the feedback. Is uh, <laughs> Stuart Lee said that? Stuart Lee said I that, yeah, yeah. I don't mean that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. And uh, I went, no, no, I, I said thank you for the, I genuinely did say for the feedback. Um, and uh, I had only done, like I'd done six, it was my sixth or seventh gig or something Oh, like right, that. so really. But I said it to Russell Brand, I didn't know at the time, he was a heroin addict at the time. <laughs> and I said it to him outside, I said, I think you're going to win this. And he looked at me like I was crazy. Like I went, just, he kind of, what are you talking about? And I said, I thought you were the best. Well, we're waiting. I think Dara, instead of Ross, had, Noble had done a bit. Dara had to leave, so yeah. Dara took over. So, um, so that was my only meeting with Russell Brand. Right. But the funny thing is, he he got a gig with MTV after that. Yeah, presenting. so he used to be on MTV doing these different things. Yeah, and my cousin and mates would go, "Oh, you could have been doing your MTV. as if that that was what." Yeah, he yeah, won. That, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> as if <laughs> I would have been MTV the perfect Carl. person to go around the clubs of London and talk to all these people about music and stuff like that. But yeah, and, and did he win it? No, he. I don't know. Did he go missing? Or something happened in the final. There was some story there. I've right. long forgotten. Do you remember afterwards. who who won? I can't remember who won it that year. Um, there was no one else from that semi that I think I saw again. You right. Know, there was. I have a. I actually took a photo. I have it at home somewhere in my father's family home. The a photo of the chalkboard of the names of. Oh and wow. it's like Carl Spain, Russell Brand. Brilliant. Um, and I was just like, oh my God, my name's up in chalk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> backstage too. is part of the, the Gilded Balloon and it, for, uh, for people who've been to Edinburgh, it, it burnt down a couple of years later. Oh, really? That whole, it used to be the, the building, section. used to be the hub of Edinburgh. Right. And it was behind that. There was a small room behind that, but I think that was damaged as well. But um, yeah, it was it was funny. I never met Russell Brand again. Never saw him again. Never bumped And it used to be that thing. Of, oh, the guy that beat me. And you'd be talking to people about competitions. Oh yeah, the guy beat me. Not even on the circuit. <laughs> <laughs> He's over in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez, what well, you've some second stories. Um, but so, Stuart Lee is unbelievable for his memory because I for met faces him. And stuff like that. No, but four years later or five years later, I'm in Edinburgh, and Tara Flynn was in a play that Stuart Lee directed. And I saw the last was rehearsal the of it. Of, not the Book of Mormon. It was, no, it was talk radio. Right. Nickel was the lead. Right, right. So Tony Law, Stephen Camus, lots of people in it. And I went to the last rehearsal, so I was let in to see it. And afterwards, they were going for a drink. So I knew most of the people in yeah. it, or I'd met them or whatever. And I was chatting to Stuart Lee, and he remembered everything about the night, remembered Russell Brown. Like, and I'm going... He's 30 years in the, you know, whatever he wow, was at the yeah. time, maybe 25 years into his career. 
But people have said to me, he's, his recall for detail is incredible. And he's absolutely obsessed with comedy as well. I was listening to him on a Sean Hughes podcast, an old Sean Hughes yeah, podcast yeah. recently. And Sean was saying to him, like, you fucking, you love comedy. like, And he knows the history of it inside out, where genres came from and, you know, what year this guy did this that ended up leading in Billy Connolly doing this. And blah, yeah, blah, yeah, like, yeah. He's like... He's, you know, if they were to do a degree in, in you know, stand-up comedy, he'd be the, like, he'd be the lecturer. He'd be, he'd be the lecturer <laughs> like, yeah, he would be. Absolutely. He's a, an amazing memory for um Right, we're going to wrap it up, Carl, but we'll, we'll do, let's do predictions for next week's game. I just got warmed up. Sorry. We can keep, do you want to do another <laughs> <laughs> Next week, or, well, it actually does, be, well, uh, West Ham are playing Liverpool. I don't know if that's going to happen, but West Ham at Liverpool at West Ham. I'm going to go Liverpool. It's kind of an easy draw. Sorry, that's actually, no, that's, Obviously, they haven't decided that. That obviously got cancelled. So, it's actually next weekend, 12.30 on the Saturday. Sheffield United versus Liverpool at Sheffield. I really hope Sheffield... They're, they're, they're a United I can get behind. Although, now that they're owned by a friend of the Bin Ladens. Are they? Yeah, your man... The, 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 other the guy Bin Ladens, they're still together. They? And your man says, the new guy... Oh, no, the Bin Ladens are fine. The Bin Ladens are good people. Um... <laughs> But uh, I think the Sheffield United, it's a, it's a great story. Them I haven't watched up. them at all, um, So, but they've got a great result. A few Irish fellas there, a few Irish fellas. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But um, that's how my father gauges how he wants teams to do. Um, <laughs> it'll probably be Liverpool. It might be a bit tighter, but um, I still think they're scraping by in some of the matches. I think there's a vulnerability well, the there. Second, the second half of the Chelsea game, a lot of, again, I didn't only got to sell mm. the highlights, but apparently Chelsea were on top for the Chelsea second half. Chelsea should have equalised. They yeah. were... Going forward, they look good, and you they were applauded off after a defeat. And yeah. they're singing after the match, after losing, they're singing Super Frankie Lampard. Super, you yeah. know. So, so fair play to him. It was gone well. Yeah, so I far. think there's 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 a lot to be positive. It's about. the first Chelsea team actually I've liked in a long time. I haven't liked a lot about Chelsea, and I mm. wouldn't have been a fan, but I just like his attitude and his. He, he's a, he, I think he's like. He seems like off. a decent bloke. I do yeah. think if they had Loftus Cheek and Hudson Adoy, those four players. Um, <laughs> in the squad fully fit I think they'd be doing they'd be well up there I think that so I, I they're playing they, bright, they could be in the top four they're playing Brighton the at home season. Brighton at home next week um, uh, do you think it could be their first home win they haven't won at Stamford Bridge under yeah, Frank Lampard yet yeah. you're going to give them that 2-1 2-1 Chelsea uh, Villa at, uh, and Burnley in in Birmingham Aston Villa versus Burnley. I, I thought Villa played well against Arsenal. They really did, yeah. Good team. They they, they seem to have, they have... Burnley are a good team too. Burnley are a good, solid team. You still never know what you're going to get. They, they won at the weekend. Yeah, Wolves They beat Norwich a, at the weekend. Yeah, scored a couple. But they're, they're that thing. Actually, just to go back to United at the weekend, when United beat every, Leicester... You know how many times uh, you've no, said everyone that said, Everyone said <laughs> Leicester are going to beat United last That's week. True, yeah, yeah. Everyone was going, Leicester beat them. When United I won that... I went. I looked at the table and I thought, oh, if they win, if they win now at the weekend, they're third. I mean, that means they're going to lose. And I didn't genuinely thought it. I just thought, oh, it's typical. That's the way it works. Just blow it because yeah. they've done enough and they'll think, oh, we're, we're, we can walk around town for a week. But um, uh, to answer the question. Uh, yeah, to answer the question, do you think Villa will be Burnley? <laughs> yeah, there may be a draw. But uh, sorry, the point I was going to make was like Grealish, McGinn. Yeah. There's about three or four of those players that get linked with United. And you think United are linked with guys that... From Villa. From a team that just got promoted, yeah. you know. But they're decent players. But Jackie Grealish from Peaky Blinders. I think it's going to be a nil all. <sighs> yeah. Villa 2-1. 2-1 Villa. Um, 
Okay, we'll come back to you on these now. Uh, uh, Bournemouth against West Ham. Well, Bournemouth are. They had a couple of good. They won on Friday night. They did, yeah. They beat Southampton three one at at Southampton. Bournemouth and West Ham are two teams that literally you don't know what. You know, it's like said about United. You could play anyone. They could win three 0 or lose three 0 Yeah. Um, I don't know what West Ham's away. West Ham beat United, so they haven't done anything special (laughs) recently. Um, That's a draw, one all, one all draw in Bournemouth. Uh, Chelsea v Brighton. We're going to give them a two one win. Crystal Palace against Norwich. Norwich losing to. Um, Burnley uh, interesting after beating mm. Man City last week they're getting tired I think I think Palace I still I thought Christian Benteke was going to be the centre forward yeah I thought he had everything you know when there was talks of you know Lukaku being Belgian I said yeah but he'd only be back up to Benteke I thought yeah somebody used to score bicycle kicks he did oh, yeah. crazy stuff I don't know whether it's confidence or belief, whatever. And between it is. him and Zaha up front, do you think that you yeah. feel that there'd be a bit more? But maybe it's that Roy Hodgson is their manager. I don't know. Like I don't the know just inspiration the, the doesn't seem to, seem to be there. The flair is not there. Good chances. Is Conor Wickham ever coming back? He yeah. looked to be potential, but um, Townsend. I don't know whatever happened to him. He was flying at one stage, and I don't know. He seemed to be injured. He wasn't playing the other night. I don't think. But uh, I'll give it. I'll give it to Palace though. Palace uh, Spurs are playing Southampton I, I, I'm going to have to give that to Spurs at the moment yeah let's put some goals in there 3-1 3-1 uh, Wolves Watford I'm going to go 2-0 Wolves yeah I think Wolves need the win almost yeah. as more than Watford and I think the and it's, it's at I'll Wolves I'll go 2-0 as well 2-0 so at and least we'll have won the same Everton uh, Man City is the late game on Saturday and next week <sighs> can they beat 8-0 um, I think that could be that's, Sil- that's is, in that could, is that put Silva out the door maybe, maybe you know I don't think losing to Man City but if Man City go off and just hammer them yeah I think it's a yeah, 4-0 or something like that it's up to it's, it's I think up it's, to City how much they want it really really yeah I think 2 or 3-0 anyway Man City <laughs> that game and then the Sunday game is Leicester Newcastle Leicester at home off I would say 2-0 Leicester Newcastle are not scoring goals even though they got that fancy new sign yeah I think Leicester uh, Leicester at home Leicester at home yeah Leicester at home I'll give it to Leicester Leicester 2-0 jinx (laughs) and on the Monday night the big one Man United versus Arsenal (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna always be positive about this one I can't see us keeping a clean sheet I'm gonna 2-1 Arsenal sounds reasonable yeah (laughs) <laughs> you going for that yeah. I just I've no faith in United Jesus at the moment Rashford I don't know if he's got a groin injury yeah they don't know, you know they're going to find out today actually if Greenwood's tonsillitis will yeah, carry yeah, on yeah. another week Pogba um, if he's going to be back in training he's not arsed either Lingard I just think he couldn't get on I was like on you're, all this he's one of these guys you just think oh, oh. what do you do with him he's one of those players if he left United and went to whoever at West Ham you imagine he'd be brilliant yeah and just that you know he kind of does yeah. a bit he's yeah. not someone that you know I don't know just doesn't you know he's not someone you, you know you're ever going to build a team around no he's 26 27 now is this think. Lingard the, 20, he's 26 27 yeah he's he was in the same he's too youth. cocky he's an asshole yeah that's his problem apparently, apparently he's really likeable yeah 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 no no <laughs> I did the, the festival in Dubai little, in, little football exclusive and the, the Pete McGettigans in Dubai, they took us out on a yacht as kind of a treat, all the comics from the festival. And yeah, yeah. Their, their friends, about 20, was on the yacht. 
and they were talking to the people who run the boat and they were saying that Jesse Lingard was one of the nicest people really? they've ever had on the boat. I'm sorry, Jesse, I take yeah, it back. Yeah, so I just, he just, fall, he's, he's, I just... I don't like him as a footballer, but apparently as a human being... He's, <laughs> he's a shit baller, he's a very really nice guy. He really, he's really <laughs> friendly when he's renting a yacht off you. <laughs> if that's not the measure of a man in the modern age of you, Premier League football... Are you, on the fant- are you on the fantasy football, no? I, do you know why I stopped That's my first year ever doing it. I stopped doing fantasy football. I did it a few seasons and i used to end careers i picked <laughs> i picked players and i remember getting life-ending injuries richard rufus at charlton center half he never <laughs> played again after i picked him <laughs> i remember picking we did one where you you every team had to be different so you like auction players yeah and so no one had the same players so it would be interesting and i signed kevin campbell and I downstairs. Jeez, how the, many years ago was this? This is a long Fucking time hell. ago. In the basement of the international bar, and I went upstairs and I looked on the screen. There was a pre-season friendly, and he was being carried off <laughs> <in> the stretch. <laughs> and I went, I have to stop doing that. I think Roy Wegerly. That's gone back a long time. Oh, that's who you look like, Roy Wegerly. Who's Roy Wegerly? Yeah, well, you'll have to Google him now. Um, Roy Wegerly. I think he got injured when I picked him for fantasy football. I picked the team for my sister once. And I picked Darren Bent, who just signed for Ipswich Charlton at the time. Charlton, right. And I said, oh, he'll be... Because Charlton don't have strikers, so he'll play every week. And I think he scored like five or six goals in the first ten matches. And I said to my sister, how are you doing? And she goes, I'm doing really well. I picked Darren Bent. And I went, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I picked Darren Bent. You didn't pick Darren Bent. You didn't know who Darren Bent was. <laughs> Well, let, let, let's see how we get on next. We will have to just have some uh, slangs about it. But thanks for, thanks for doing the show, Carl. Uh, anytime, anytime. We do any, it every week. This is what we should do for, for our living, Carl. 2020. That was brilliant. Like, we've done an hour and 10 minutes here. And we oh, haven't my even, God. We yeah, haven't yeah. even scratched the we surface. We haven't scratched. We haven't even started. We haven't even got man, off Man United. Who was, the other <laughs> Who was the other Tottenham player that United were linked with? Ladies and gentlemen, Carl Spain. Hey, for me. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.